How's everybody doing this evening? Uh, we're back again doing the third podcast of the Asian Cup, like we did before. Unfortunately, today our uh, regular panelist, uh, Bob Agodris, couldn't make it because of the time difference. And the same goes for Pejmon Pars, who just recently got sick. But once again, well, I'm back again with um, Ayreza Pekan and Sinai Saimian. Thank you guys for coming on, and how are you guys doing this evening? Hi, Pasha. Thank you for... Sina? Hi guys, uh, it's great to speak to you. Thank you very much. And today we have a special guest, but he's going to be a regular panelist, and it's a great Sarkar Amir Hashemi, who was a former international player that used to play for Team Medi and was a part of a squad from NSL that won the Champions League. And I'm really grateful for him to come on. How are you doing? Hi Hashemi. I'm fine, thank you. Thank you. And we have a special uh, guest all the way from UK, Mahan Sajjadi. How you doing, Mahan? Uh, hi, hope all is well. I look forward to talking about the Iran Qatar yeah. review. Thank you very much. So, guys, the first thing we want to do before we uh, go splashing and talk about Qatar, I want to preview the Bahrain game. First off, I'm going to start off with you, Sina. Could you tell? Could you please tell us, give a speech about what your thoughts were on the overall performance? Um, I think it was it was okay for the first game. Uh, you know they, they always say first games are the most uh, difficult ones, and I think we've uh, we dealt with it okay. Um, scored two goals from set pieces, kept a clean sheet. Um, there was a couple of new players coming in. We got to see them, and uh, yeah, I think overall it wasn't it wasn't bad for a start at all. Yeah. So, I have a question for you. Even though knowing that Bahrain were much much more prepared than Iran, you know they had. A double-digit amount of friendlies since the World Cup, since when we were in the World Cup, and we were very unprepared compared to them. So how did we play? Even though they were very fit, and for me it was a really great performance. But how did you see it? Yes, that's the reason I say always: if they are prepared, and we are not prepared, and it says uh, many things about our qualities. And I'm very sorry that we are not prepared. If we were prepared, maybe we had to do much more. Uh, actually, I saw, I saw the game. Um, we had a little, some problems in the first 15 minutes. And uh, they couldn't find each other, the players, and a little bit of pressure, I think. And I was very surprised uh, how played Vurya uh, Gafuri. Because I saw him by Stepan many times playing. I, 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 he is a very good player. And I think he, he, he put extra uh, explosive and ex- extra energy in our right side. And uh, we have a much more uh, strike from our right side. I, 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 I think it's very good for Iran. Adirza? Uh, Pasha, I think we played a solid match. Uh, but you could see that we had a lack of friendly matches. I agree with Mr. Hashemi and Sina. Uh, on the right side, we played very well with uh, Rafuri and Dejaga. We were uh, searching for uh, for the way to score, overlapping, dribbling. Uh, so, but we didn't use the left side. So that's just, uh, that worries me a little bit because of the big matches coming up. And uh, in my opinion, I think. Uh, if uh, a John Bersh uh, started earlier or started in the beginning, uh, yes, a lot of uh, danger in him. He makes uh, good rushes, so I think uh, he was uh, he was my man uh, to uh, to begin with because he shows it every week in the, in the Dutch league. And I hope also that uh, the coach uh, has a solution for creating chances because uh, we don't create big chances. It's, 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 it's not not too good for the for the striker. We scored two times from a corner kick. That's not enough to win uh, big matches in this uh, competition. Thank you. And Mohan, I have a last bit of question for you. Um, our regular panelist, Bobak, that couldn't be with us, gave, gave me this answer. And he said his thoughts on the Bahrain game were that we weren't settled in in the first 20 minutes and the whole entire game Bahrain dominated us. Do you agree with that or do you see another uh, aspect of the game? To, to some extent, I thought the first 15 minutes, um, understandably, we were quite shaky. Um, couldn't really keep much of the ball, get the passes going. But I thought we grew into the game. Um, adding on to the points of the panellists, especially, I thought the right side was really impressive. Considering it was Fourier uh, Lafourie's second cap, him and Dejaga combined well. Dejaga especially causing all sorts of problems for the Bahraini left-back. I thought another standout player was uh, Mortezal Pour Ganji. Again, another 
second cap for Morteza and I thought he was really composed on the ball and he worked well with Sayyid Jalal Hosseini at centre-back which was really testament to the game. We showed good discipline also I thought and Esan Ahar Safi's goal was a particular highlight of the match I thought. But again, if there was something to probably improve or say was a bit of a lack of a concern was the service to Reza Guchanajad who I thought at times was very isolated and quite frustrated in the end. Thank you. Uh, now I'm going to go talk about a different aspect. We're going to go much more in, de in detail about the game. Uh, we know that Carlos Keres likes to play the traditional 4-2-3-1, or you could say a 4-1-4-1, whichever you want to say, but it's a very he's always notorious for being defensive-minded. Now my question to you guys is, do you agree with the lineup, and was this what you expected, Ayurza? Um I only uh, would change... Uh a player with, uh, in my opinion, Shojai with Jan Bash. That's the only thing that I would do. Uh, I know that Rafuri uh, played because uh, Haydari is injured. So after seeing Rafuri, uh, I'm quite impressed. But uh, I think if Jan Bash started the next match against uh, Qatar, then it's no problem to play this defensive. If you play defensive, it's not. There's nothing wrong with it if you play uh, def defensive. But we must play good on the counter attack. We must focus a lot and we must uh, make the chances that we get. So that is the most important. What I think. Sarko Hashimi, watching this game from a coach's aspect and as a player uh, that you used to play for our country and for Esselblad, um, what did you see that we haven't seen as fans or just as regular? players or whatever, um, well, how did you see it? Yes, you know, uh, if, I, if I look at the game, uh, I heard now that uh, Bahrain was dominating the game. They were dominating the game, it can be by ball position, and uh, maybe Bahrain has more ball position. We, we couldn't do that. We couldn't keep the ball uh, very good. And the reason is, if you, you see the, uh, the last line of Iran, uh, from right to left, Huria, uh, Hosseini, Pur, Aliganja, and Puladi, you have two center backs, the boats are right-footed. And uh, I have to say, Pur Aliganji played super easy, also very good. But, but if you have two players in the center, and they are right-footed, and uh, you need more time to build up the game. And then you have Nekunam with point and defending point. And then they put four other midfielders uh, uh, in the front of Nekunam. And that, that means uh, you have a distance from your last line to the front line, which uh, played uh, Dejaga, Teimurian, Haitsafi. And the, the distance was too big. If the distance is too big, you, you cannot have a more player uh, comparing to the uh, Bahrain. Uh, and, and you cannot pass the ball. If you, if you look at, for example, how play Barcelona or other big teams, uh, every time you, you have in one zone of the field, you have different, more players than, than, than opponents. And uh, I heard about the uh, uh, He couldn't. Uh, uh, he didn't function. He, he he didn't know what he has to do because the touts of our coaches. We are very very good in defending uh, aspects. The elements we, we are doing in defending is is great, but uh, in attacking we have a problem, and uh, the attacking needs. Uh, build up from uh, from the last line, and if you cannot build up, you have to look at the um, uh, moments you can attack. Uh, what Ali Reza said, I'm very agree with him. We scored two goals from the corner kick, and that's 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 uh, that's not good enough for Iran. And uh, about the line, I think Jahanbash has to play anyway. He has to start. Always, he's very dangerous. He's very good. He's explosive, and I think Sardar Osman also has to start uh, in uh, for Guchani Najat. Thank you, Sina. Uh, Babak sent me this thing about his answer to this question. He said we play with quite high energy. We press well, but in the early part of our match, our central midfield Nekonov, Andu, and Masud Shojai were overrun. 
it was this because of our lineup or was it just like they weren't on their best form? Well, um, I think well, my opinion might be a little unpopular, but uh, I think Masu, in the overall game, I think he played better than he usually does. That was my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. I think he wasn't. He's not as he's not the best player we have in that role, but usually he's he's really poor. But I think in the in, in the game against Bahrain, he was. He did, he did much better than he usually does, let's say. And uh, we were talking about Gafuri just before, and um, I was adamant in the last podcast that he has to start. Uh, even if Heydari is fit, I think he's a much better option going forward. And especially with the way we play, I think pushing on can really help our wingers in the in sense of creating space for them. And Gafuri did that really well. Uh, he, he kept overlapping Dejaga, um, taking the other defender with him, giving Dejaga the, obli uh, the ability and the, uh, the, the opportunity to, um, to take on uh, the left-back, and he, he did really well. He was running till the last uh, minute of the game, and you could see how you know, he, was, he was really up for it. In terms of defending, he had the uh, highest number of interceptions in the team with six, along with Nekunam. So uh, once we didn't have the ball, he, he got into back back into position and and uh, did his job really well. But um, I think in Puraliganji, what we have, uh, well, he's a defensive midfielder by, you know, he's a, he's a defensive midfielder and for a young player of his age to, to slot in at centre-back, I think he did really well. And uh, a stat from him which really stood out for me and made me think maybe this is the reason why he played that role, is that um, we usually don't produce ball-playing centre-backs. I think Montazeri was the only one who could do that role, but unfortunately he, he, was, he got uh, an injury before the tournament and he missed uh, he missed the tournament. And Purali Ganji slotted in and he had the uh, highest uh, pass uh, completion in the entire team with 94%. Um, so I think that might be one of the reasons why he played because he's comfortable on the ball, he can look up, look for a pass, and, and he did really well. Art Safi, of course, he was... Uh, uh, Sometimes he, he goes unnoticed, the work, the work ethic and uh, the work rate that he puts in, but a uh, special mention has to go to him, not just because of his goal, but because of his performance as well. Mm. Mine, would Sina, you... I have a question for you. Please. Uh, sorry, you were talking about Shujai, that he was, uh, that in your eyes he played well. <coughs> uh, he played like false 10, okay? Uh, yeah. False number 10 he played, okay? And uh, I, my opinion is, in modern football, uh, you have to you, you have to fight. You have to be fit. You have to fight. You have to be strong. Uh, look at the Japan team; they are all strong, fit guys. <coughs> and I think, in my, in my opinion, uh, as I say it again, if you put Alireza on the right side, and Dejaga uh, is, is a lot uh, stronger than uh, Shojaya in the middle, in the center, it can be. Then we can uh, be uh, be more dangerous because the the, the rushes that uh, John Bash makes. I tell you again, I see him play in the, the Dutch league. He, make, he makes a lot of meters, a lot of kilometers. He watches a lot, he has a great cross, one-on-one. Yeah, -on -one, he, he tries to beat uh, his men, uh, not one time, ten times and then five minutes. It, uh, he doesn't care, you know? He, he beats them. I, I don't see Shojai with his, uh, with his, uh, with his fitness no, to, 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 beat, to fight, to fight, you know? That is, that is, that is my opinion, you know? No, no, I definitely agree with yeah. you. I don't think Masu should play at all, but I think in terms of the game, compared to what, you know his his previous performances, he was better. But I still don't think he's a player that you know. I don't think he should be in the starting lineup. As you said, there is Jahan Bash, and I think we have a couple of uh, more options available than Masu. Yeah. But uh, I, you know, even Ibrahim, yeah, exactly. Ibrahim, even Sori Shirafi, he can can play that yeah, role. Also. I'm a huge fan of him. I think he's he's got great talent. But um, there's another thing that uh, has struck me as well is that I, I personally feel that Kairos really likes his versatile players. And yeah, I know. Maybe I know because, it may be because Masud can give him two or three options in two or three positions because then he has the ability to change to change the formation, to change the style of play. And and this is just a maybe, you know, I'm not I'm not criticizing yeah, Jahan Baksha in any form, but maybe it's because that he's a young player, he can't play anywhere other than the right hand side. So you maybe you know you might think well he might be a little bit naive. Sinajan, so he, the age is yeah. the 
age doesn't say anything. He's uh, Alireza is, is, is the man of uh, of his club. You know, each week he proves yeah. that he that his club is leading the, uh, the top table because of him. So we must we must we must make we must use it. You know, we must use it. But I have another question from Mr. Hashemi. Mr. Hashemi, do you think that uh, the big matches that are coming? That, that he is uh, the central back that we need because, in my opinion, his marking, uh, he's, he's not he's not uh, he's not the central back from the, from his yes. nature. So are you thinking yes. against the, the bigger? Especially in the first uh, twenty minutes as well, he was really eager to get stuck yeah. in when he would, he could have just pushed it pushed this striker out rather than uh, you know yeah, getting yeah. a foot in That's and tackling I mean. and you could you could see that he was you know kind of. Nervous at the beginning of the game, but yeah, that's what I mean. I want to know if Mr. Hashim is a coach. I want to know how how he thinks about it. I I am 100% agree with Sina, and because you need someone from your center backs. One of your center backs can build up. The Hosseini doesn't have this quality. We had Montezeri, but Montezeri is out, and we need someone else who can play football. The other option will be Saderi. I don't know if he's fit or not. He's left-footed, maybe. But I think for Aligenji, he played, by, if I'm not wrong, by Naft Tehran. He played very well in one of the yes. uh, in the control of the midfield, uh, like a role uh, Nekunan plays now. And yes. he has a, a football quality. And uh, to be honest, uh, Ali Reza, if you play against Bahrain, against Qatar, or against UAE, we, didn't, we even don't need four mid defenders. We don't have to think about uh, our last line. We have to think about football. And I think that uh, Carlos Quiroz thinks also like that. He needs someone in the center backs, one of them, who can play football, which after 15, 18 minutes, you saw that poor Aliganji getting it's more and more and more uh, courage. He played better and better and better. And but but my my my, my I think always uh, if I have a left-footed center back, I put always a left-footed there because you have more tempo in your game. You have more uh, speed if you uh, for cross balls and you can dribble the ball to the center. But I think. Uh, uh, I think at this moment with this team, we have to give him confidence. He played well in uh, his uh, official game, I think, for national team, and he can build up better than uh, Hosseini or Saderi even. Guys, I have a. I just want to quickly. There's a question that came up a couple of hours ago, um, and from Admin of Valley, and going back to the Shujai uh, debate. He says that Shojai's performance, when we're analyzing Shojai's performance, should he be in the starting 11? Because, or is that just hindering Jahan back to play? Should he start, just, and I'm just going to go start off with Mahan for this one. If you were Carlos Kairos, or which is with the performance that um, Masu Shojai recently has, for me, I think he's, he's done. Because I just, last time I think he played really, really well for us. It was back in 2010. So it's been a long, long time. And I, was, I always expected more because he always did so well for his club. As opposed to his country. So, with Mon, do you agree with this question? Uh, what are your thoughts? Um, I guess to some extent, um, as previously said, previously mentioned in the last podcast, the problem at the moment we're facing with the Iranian national team is the lack of playmaking. The sort of the traditional number tens, if they say, um, back in even in tw- 2010, we had someone like uh, Ali Karimi who would orchestrate the midfield, and even after Ali Karimi, we had Mojtaba Jabari who was sort of the playmaker in that respect. But unfortunately, the lack of the number 10 has become a big issue. And Masood, in the face of a lot of criticism, has come under fire. Understandably so, I guess. To be honest, against Bahrain, he was not bad. Much better than he previously was, I feel. Would Kairosh risk playing someone else at this stage? I'm not quite sure. Quite Not quite sure. And sort of similar, back to your previous question, I think Kairosh will probably let, name the same lineup. I looked at Taimuria and Nekunam defending from deep. If if you had to tell me who would I prefer in the number ten position, I would probably say Surush Rafi'i. I think it's worth giving him a try. I think he's young, he's hungry, he has bags of potential, and I think 
as Amir Hashimi mentioned, he's a fighter also. I think he'll give you 110% every game. And I feel against Qatar, because they even still have a chance, I think Suresh Rafi's inclusion would be ideal, in my, in my opinion. So, so you would agree that uh, he should start against uh, Qatar? Uh, for now, yes. Sarkar Hashimi, what do you think? Should should Jay re- retain a spot or should we go with a youngster, Surusha Rafi, or just bring in somebody else or put Osborne sitting behind uh, Gucci? How do you, what do you agree with this? Yeah, my, my, my best player of, of, on the number 10 position is in Iran and they didn't even uh, select him. I, I, I should bring Mosalman from Zobahan, but, but anyway, we are talking now about the tournament and uh, I, I, I say uh, uh, I, I, you have to see what is the best for the team at this moment and if, if you, you have to think about it if, if Shojai plays against Bahrain he played good one of his best games last three years I think and he scored a goal but if, if Surush Rafi plays there maybe he could do much better or even Ibrahimi, I am. I say it's now time for someone else. I say now we need a, on number ten position. You need a creative player who can play in combination, who can give the passes between the doors, who can score the goals, and who can uh, pass the uh, opponents. Which means you you need to have many many uh, qualities, and in the, you need to be ex- explosive in that that position. Which uh, Shujai is not anymore. Uh, my my, I think my opinion is, I'm agree. If, if I will play on number ten position, or through Shafi, or you put uh, Ibrahim there. Ayrza, uh, I agree with Mr. Hashemi. Uh, I think the the uh, playmakers that we need here, Carlos Queiroz, he hasn't picked them. In my opinion, he could uh, talk again with Jabari because Jabari couldn't go to the World Cup because of his fitness. But I think he's now playing well for Al Ali, and uh, and he's uh, the the best playmaker that we have. And uh, his passes are are really uh, smart passes. He he can set uh, a striker one on one every match two times, three times. And uh, I think uh, Mosalman, uh, Saderian, even Mohamed Nouri are great uh, playmakers. Yes, but, uh, Andresa, yes. Yes, but uh, they have chosen uh, for fighters. If you look at the midfield, it's all fighters. We have fighters, fighters. Only uh, Shojai is a creative one. But uh, I, in my opinion, uh, Guchanejad and uh, Shojai, they have too much credit uh, uh, by Kiros. So uh, there's a small chance that uh, Asmund is going to play, uh, is going to start. In my opinion, he's a, he's a talented striker. He, he also scores a lot. But Guchanejad, uh, he has proven that uh, he has saved uh, Keros, to be honest. He has saved them. And uh, it's going to be hard to uh, one of one of these guys to uh, to set them on the bench with this coach. It's going to be hard. So I think he starts again. But in my opinion, I would uh, I would uh, not choose for FAE or something. I will let uh, Jambash play. I think that uh, even Hachsefi can also play on the center. Because he has done it sometimes with Sepahan in the Asian Champions League matches, and uh, Dejaga can uh, play center and on the left side. So I think if I am safe again, I, uh, I told it uh, several times. Chambers, in my opinion, he needs to play because because of fitness, because of his uh, causes, and this is what the striker needed. And uh, also, I have a question again for Mr. Hashemi. Uh, we were talking about uh, Purai Changi and also Sina. Uh, they say he's, uh, he can build up, but uh, between the defenders and the strikers, it's too much space. In my opinion, we never could build up. We are always searching for the long ball to the to the sides. Is, is that no problem? Yes, that you are right. We, the distance is is, is very. We, we, in the, we, we have to make the football field uh, ten meter, but we make it sixty meter. You are right, Ali Reza. Uh, but if, if you take him out from the center back, and you have nothing anymore, nothing, you know. The, the, uh, and, and once more, uh, uh, we have to dominate the game. You can dominate the game 
and not just by winning the game. You have to dominate the game, keep the control ball, the game. Yeah. control the game, uh, keep the ball uh, in position, and and uh, touch the ball for 10, 12, or fifteen times. You know, and and you yeah. enjoy it if you do that. And uh, we we won we won against Bahrain. Uh, of course, uh, we played not bad. We played good, but but. I, I I understand that everybody is happy. I am very happy. I'm very proud. And but but we have to be very serious. We have to think serious. We scored two times from the corner kick, and uh, and we didn't uh, create create many chances. Yes, we scored another goal. It it was a real a real goal, real goal, real goal. Which I but but uh, uh, we need more. We need more than just defending. We you, we have three three very important. We have three very important uh, functions in football. One is uh, striking. Other one is defending. And other, the third one is uh, the comeback to to the game. Which means if you lose the ball, or you have the ball. If we lose the ball, we are the master to come back in opposition. But if we win, win the ball. We get the ball. We don't know what we have to do. That's the problem of, from us. Right? I, I think I, you know, and I think I think we have to think much more about uh, about uh, about uh, the, the first uh, step to building up how we can reach our midfields. See now. Well, there's a answer to your question uh, in regards to Pulisic. I think. He does what he's told to do, which is to get the ball and give it to his midfielders. So I don't think the lack of um, the playmaking issue that we've discussed, I don't think you can put it on him. I think his job is to get the ball and release it either to his full-backs or give it to his to the nearest midfielder. And he's done that. But to the rest of the play, it's up to the midfielders to put the passes together and, and build up uh, build up the play. But uh, I think in terms of what he's been told to do and his job, I think I think he did it, he did it well. He did what he's told to do anyway. Now I'm going to go ask another question. And um, I'm going to start off with this again once you've seen uh, is that Looking how we played in the World Cup, obviously we had to be very defensive-minded, and believe it or not, being very unprepared, you know, we just basically had two friendlies uh, post-World Cup, so I was thinking we're going to be very defensive, we're going to be playing very defensive against uh, Bahrain, but now we actually, you know, got the ball out, we were very hungry, we wanted to score, Dejaga was, we saw a little bit of Alexis Sanchez with him, he was ball-hugging, the work, the work rate was high up. Did you see any major changes in the way we played? And uh, were you surprised by that? Well, I, to be fair, I didn't really expect us to be as defensive as we were in the World Cup because mm -hmm. with no disrespect to Bahrain or Qatar or uh, UAE, they're not Bosnia or Nigeria. So I would actually have been very, very disappointed if we were going to be yes. as defensive as exactly. we were then. But of course, we, we, weren't, able, we weren't going to change our... Uh, counter-attacking mindset, if you like, and we still had that uh, during the uh, Bahrain game. So, yeah, I mean, in terms of the way we played, in terms of the way we counter-attacked, I didn't see that much difference, especially with the lineup, with the um, only changes being in the back four with Khafouri and Pourali Ganji. So from the back four onwards, it was pretty much the same team as the one we, the one we played in the World Cup. So the build-up play and the way we were going to attack opposition, it was always uh, going to be the same for me. Mohan? Well, in, in that respect, I would like to sort of turn the question uh, around if possible. In terms of the, like, the game against Qatar, would you say go for a 4-4-2 given... Uh, their goalkeeper, especially Nasir Borhan in particular, had a few blunders against the UAE and he was very poor in a domestic team with Al Garafe. And they also, their most capped centre back, Bilal Mohamed, at the back, I think over 100 caps for Qatar. Uh, he was a massive loss, I think, against the UAE. And in terms of them conceding four goals against um, the United Arab Emirates, do you feel we should go 4 4 2, stick as one next to Gucci, solve the isolation issue, and go sort of all-out attack, if that makes sense, against Bahrain? Or do you think Kairos will, again, he'll stick to the resilient, the defensive and the disciplined, regardless of the opposition, and stick to that formation? 
I want to come back to that question when we once get to the Qatar, because um, I just believe that we should just like discuss right now what we're doing with the preview for Bahrain. But um, if you're asking me personally, you know, we should all go out because if we go all out and we beat Qatar, they're out, and we're gonna advance to the second stage with most likely UAE if they beat uh, Bahrain too. But once again, um, are we gonna go with a four-four-two? I doubt. It. I think we're gonna go with a traditional four-two-three-one that we've seen. But um, once again, I feel like when we play in Qatar, then we know how attacking minded they are, and they have a couple notable players, Khalfan, Khuki, and uh, they were the, just recently the champions of the Golf Cup, right? So it's gonna be very interesting to see if Kairosh is gonna sit back and let them counter us, and I mean sit back and let them attack us, and we counter them and win by then. But um, I think we should go all out because if we beat them, we advance, and they're out of the Asian Cup. But once again, it's Carlos Caters. He's very unpredictable at times, and we've seen that <laughs> the start of the Asian Cup. But um, that goes by time. So how do you guys see it, Sakar Hashimi, with uh, the question that Mahan just put out? Yes, uh, you know, uh, it's not important which, uh, with, uh, which uh, formation uh, you play. It's important what is your intention. I, I say always. Uh, we don't have a tactic, we don't have a formation if we don't have a, 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 a intention to do what the uh, coach asks. We can, we, uh, what I think, what I think, if you want to play against Qatar, uh, is uh, you have to uh, put the pressure from the first minute, with or without ball, doesn't matter. Just to put the pressure, you see, you know, we know, and uh, how 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 uh, difficult they can defend. They don't have the organization to defend against strong strikers and against uh, the team who put the pressure on them. My my opinion is Carlos Kuros uh, doesn't matter with which players, but with which system, he has to take care that the play, the, the the team put the pressure on Qatar from the first minute of the game and and doesn't let them to think about football, doesn't let them to see each other and doesn't let them to come back. If we score uh, early goal, I can promise you it, it will be a huge, huge result for Iran. That's what I think. Adirza, anything you'd like to add? Yes. Uh, first of all, I think that it's going to be a great atmosphere in, uh, in the stadium because of uh, the Iranian fans. They do a good job. They're cheering a lot, and uh, I think the Qataris are not used to it because if you look at the, at the league matches, there are uh, it's always uh, 400 people sitting there. But I think if that that is a big uh, point for us, the, the Iranian fans. Uh, I would like to see them uh, pressuring, like Mr. Hashemi said, but I don't think they they, go, they are going to do it uh, because of. Uh, uh, the match fitness, uh, in my eyes, they were they weren't uh, fit enough uh, against Bahrain. Uh, it, it, it concerned me a little bit, but uh, the the good point is Qatar needs to come. And and uh, if you look at the at the player uh, player selection, Karish isn't gonna at attack. Uh, if you look at the players that he has, they are not creative players. They are not uh, dribblers. Uh, they don't want. He doesn't want the ball. He wants to counter-attack, he wants to play like the World Cup, focusing all 90 minutes for two, three chances, and, but we need to make him this time. That's what I think he's going to play, and I think we are on our best if we counter. This is a different, uh, it's a different, uh, Asia has changed. A few years back, uh, <coughs> was, uh, Iran was uh, playing nice football, uh, attacking football with Ali Daya, Zizi, uh, Ali Karimi, but... Uh, we have changed. Our mentality has changed. We are now a counter-attack uh, nation. That's what I think. Sina? Yeah, I think um, even if we wanted to play uh, expansive football, if you want to call it that, the, the lack of preparation, which we've already spoke of, kind of, uh, you know, we can't, we can't play a different style of football because, of, because we haven't had really good preparation. So... Yeah, I don't think uh, there's any possibility in this tournament anyway of us uh, going out there and trying to dominate games or really attack teams, if you like. But um, do you, 
well, uh, Ali Reza just uh, said in recent years we've turned into a counter-attacking team. Would, would I be right in assuming that we'd all be disappointed if, if this uh, change that we've seen in recent years become a, becomes a permanent change rather than a temporary change? Yes, of course. I think uh, it's disappointing if you if you're a football fan. But if if you want to succeed in, in football, it can be it can be good point because of uh, Iranians. Uh, they like to defend when we defend well. It's not easy to score against us. But if we have a good striker, they can uh, like Asmoon in the, in the next few years and a few uh, good wingers. Then we can. Uh, Play a good counter attack, like like you saw in the World Cup. What uh, uh, the Dutch team was playing, they were also playing five three two, but they played well. So if you play uh, focused and uh, if you finish your chances, then it can be a very good uh, uh, style of football. So guys, I want to go back to the last topic. Uh to talk about the Bahrain match and we know Haj Safi's half volley strike was absolutely absolutely world class and it was one of the best goals that I've seen in a long time from Team Million. it was shocking to see an Iranian player score something like that he obviously won uh, he was the man of the match uh, according to you know Asian Cup but for me it was Ashkan Deja yeah. uh, I just think he was absolutely absolutely phenomenal minus the one-on-one he had um, but it was a brilliant pass from Masu Shojai. Um who was your best player on the pitch Mahan? For me personally, I thought um, Esan Shafi actually was my uh, favorite player. I thought I think his his role in the team is really underrated um, in terms of what he brings, the energy, the dynamic, the dynamism. He can play in a number of positions. His goal to score it at that moment of time effectively changed the game plan and the team took off time. And I think he's really underrated at 70 caps. Also for the national team, he's highly experienced for such a young lad. And I guess I hope to see him continue to shine like he did against Bahrain and see him at a European club soon. So for me personally, I thought Esan he had a great influence in the game. My other standout, again, yes, Dejaga had a great game, and I thought Murtaza Purali Ganji and Vurya Gafri were also standouts in my eyes. Hi, Reza. Um, I think uh, if, you, if you look at work rate and courage, Dejaga was, uh, was the man of the match. But I, uh, but I have... Uh, Chosen Rafuri because it was his, uh, one of his first matches in a, in a, in a big, uh, big competition, and he did very well. He shown uh, he has shown the Iranian fans that he has he has the quality to play there and uh, to be the number one uh, the number one in the next tournament. Sakar Hashemi. Uh, I'm agree with Reza. If I have to make a choice for, from one to four, Dejage is first, but I will go for Vuria. Because his his first official game and he played very well, and the Jaga and uh, I think Hajsafi third place and I go for uh, uh, Ali Ganji for fourth place. Sina, yeah, I think talking of the Jaga's performance, um, we all expected him to do much better at the World Cup, but he was disappointed. And I kind of put that down to the fact that he had no one to support him when he was going forward. So he always used to have, uh, you know, a couple of defenders around him and eventually lose the ball. And that is one thing that we he did have in this uh, game against Bahrain was the freedom of being able to take on players, take, you know, one-on-ones. And uh, it was Gafuri's overlaps and runs which gave him that ability, which I've already mentioned. So I think they, they really connected well. Um, so, yeah, I think both of them played well. Uh, as Mohan said, Hagstafi is, is a great player. I think, as he said, he, he goes unnoticed in the team, the way the way he plays, especially with the way, we, you know, with the style that we have. Um, he can he can play in different roles defensively or going forward. He's comfortable on the ball. As he said, for someone who's only 24 years old, he's got just under 70 caps. So, yeah, I think even in the... In the long term and in the next generation coming through, I think um, he's, he's one of his, he will be one of the key players, and I personally see him as a future captain as well. So it's great to see him perform. So guys, I have one last question, and this comes from a fan and somebody that's a Czech football writer, Thomas uh, Denicek, and he says his question is for us: is how much do you guys rate value Ashkan Dejaga? We know four years ago Ashkan Goldby was near, was very very close to getting him to play for us in the Asian Cup, but that unfortunately. Never happened because of visas or whatever. But um, 
once again, how do you guys see, how do you guys rate Ashkan Dishka in, decent, in recent times, and um, do you guys rate him at all, Mahan? Uh, personally, I, I believe he's a stand above Asia in my eyes. I mean, someone who could have easily broke into the German national team. I mean, if it wasn't for suspension uh, for the under-21 Euro final in 2009, he would have started that match against England, and it could have even been more than 4-1, which was the final result. Um, I, I believe we're really lucky to have him. Um, he, against, I remember his home debut was against Qatar in the World Cup qualifying match, and you could just see the pace and the exuberance and the energy he brought to the national side. Everyone sort of was standing up on their seats in Al-Zadi when they saw the Jaga for the first time. And I thought, even in that game, he combined really well with Heydari. And we saw even in Bahrain, uh, with the right-back Apuri, it was even more impressive, I thought. And I feel Dejago's contribution to the national team is vital. And I would rate him as definitely our best player. And I wish we saw him earlier in the national team. It could have really helped, especially in the Ashton Rodby era. Adirza? Uh, he's one of the best players that we have. So uh, I rate him really high. Uh, it's uh, disappointing that he uh, doesn't play uh, played a lot in, in Fulham when he played in Fulham because when he played in Germany he was one of the key players for Wolfsburg. But in England, uh, in my opinion, he didn't well. So uh, that, that's that's a pity that he plays now in Qatar. But uh, for the national team, it's very important. Sorry, I think the Ashkan is, uh, uh, I think, is one of the best players in uh, not just Iran in uh, Asia, and uh, and uh, he is energetic, he is explosive. He can keep the ball, he can play the ball. He has a good cross, he has a good shot, he can score the goals. And I hope, I hope personally uh, that he get a little bit more freedom from the trainer. He's the player. He has to fly. Uh, the big the, uh, he has to go to left to right. I think maybe the best position for him is a uh, number ten position. He can go to left or right. But for me, he has uh, he's one of the top player in Asia. Anything like to say, Sino? Um, I don't think there's anything else to add. The guys, are already, <laughs> I'm just messing with you. There is, and well, you can just see the way he plays. That he's had that European upbringing, which uh, we lack in our team right now because uh, barely any of our players play in Europe and you can just see that uh, the way he looks at the game and his, uh, his footballing brain is, uh, is one of Europe which um, I think of course is a great help to us. Guys, now I really appreciate all your inputs that we just had uh, for the post-match for Bahrain. Now we're going to go talk about the preview that we're going to for Iran versus Qatar match. So there's been recent rumors that Taymourian will be out. Now let's say that he is out. Um, who would you guys like to be dropped and be replaced? My personal opinion, I would really like to see Haitafi being in the center mid role, linked up with Nekunam to, you know, kind of like cut off the supply line of Qatar and make a, put, uh, make a role for Adriana Jaumbach to play maybe, in, put Dejaga at the left wing and make Adriana Jaumbach play right wing. Um, who, Sarko who would you like to be replaced? If, and let's say Andrew Tamarian is out, who would you like to uh, be replaced? I'm uh, dear Pasha. I'm, I agree with you. I will choose for uh, definitely for Ali Reza Jahanbash. Mm -hmm. uh, and don't forget, Ali Reza Jahanbash plays also many games in Dutch league in left side. Yes, exactly. Uh, even they can uh, put the Jaga right side and Ali Reza left side and the height side uh, and, and in the center and uh, number ten position. And he has a quality I'd say to 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 he's dangerous with his shots, you know. And or do, uh, doesn't matter, Dijaga can play left side. But but my choice will be absolutely uh Ayreza Jambash. Ayreza? Uh what I've heard today is uh that Tamarian's gonna play. Because he has he has also trained today. Mm -hmm. He attended the uh, press conference as well, so I'm guessing he will start. Yeah, so I I've heard that he has uh, that he has played and uh, trained. So, go ahead, uh, go ahead. Why, why he, he did the uh, press conference? I don't know. Normally, Nekonov does it. I think this is clever thing from Carlos Kiros. I, 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 I'm afraid I'm afraid that Temurian doesn't play. Carlos Kiros will put him on the camera. Let the people see he's ready. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's the 
some some politics from him. Now let's guys. Now let's. Now I'm gonna go back. But why has but why has he trained? Yeah, I was about to, yes, just about to say, I read that he trained He has a real hamstring problem, you know, Ali Reza. Yeah. Yeah, with a good hamstring problem, you, you are out for a few weeks. Yeah, but I hope, yeah, of course. Yes, I hope he's not, uh, he has no problem because he's a he's good, good, good player. Arisa, I'm going to ask you a devil's advocate question. We know Bobak Goldriz, um, he wants Omide Ebrahimi to play that role. Um, would you agree with him? I agree totally with him. I agree totally with him. But uh, still, uh, like Mr. Hashemi said, I have a John Bash needs to play. I will. I would change him also. So I will let Ariza play and Ibrahim, uh, Ibrahimi also. So I will take out Shojai. I will uh, put Ariza on the right side because he has uh, the best cross uh, in the Iranian team. Uh, Ibrahimi uh, play uh, in the center. Uh, bring Hatsaf to the 10 and the Jaga, like he played in Fulham, he scored a lot of goals when he cuts inside from the left side. He cuts inside and he has a great shot. So that can also be dangerous. Sina? Yeah, although I'm a huge fan of Ibrahimi, I think um, that role which Andranik plays next to Nakunam is too big for someone who's barely been um, part of the team Melli. Uh, set up if you like to 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 slot in. I think um, Yahad Safi. I think is probably the option he will go for if Andranik is 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 out. And um, I'd like to see Jahan Bakhsh coming in. Um, I'd like to see him in any way. But if Andranik's out and he's uh, preferring to play Yahad Safi in his role, then uh, if Jahan Bakhsh doesn't play, I'd be very very disappointed. I'd be fuming. <laughs> Anything you so, like to add, Mahan? Sorry, um, Sina. If you if we let Ibrahimi play, then we have uh, with with uh, with the Qatari goalie. Then we have John Bach, who can who can he has a great shot. Hatch Safi has a great left shot. Ibrahimi can <laughs> score from 50 meters. With <laughs> what he does by Esala, he's the man of Esala with the shots and the Jagger. Yeah, so yeah, that would be I, a great yeah, thing. I with, yeah, I agree with you, but I don't think Kero, I think Kairosh wants to make sure he has that defensive. Stability before attacking. We've seen him do it for over a year now. Again, it's not my personal opinion. It's not something I would go for. But considering what he's done, I don't think he's as much an unpredictable manager as we think he is. I think he's going to go with something he's tried before. I I agree. uh, He's not that. uh, I agree. (laughs) I have one more question for you guys, and uh, this is going to be despite the result that. um, UAE versus Qatar was, and we know Qatar got battered, but it was really interesting to see they hadn't lost in 14 matches, and UAE defeated them. Um, what should be our tactics against Qatar? Uh, should we go all out against them, or play defensive like in the World Cup and counterattack them more, or just hit them hard like uh, you know, just like UAE did? Sina? Um, I think we've kind of uh, discussed this already, but uh, I don't think we'll see that much changes. Uh, but Qatar are a, are a good team. I know we, I know they've lost 4-1 to UAE, but I don't think Kairush will underestimate them at all. And uh, again, I know I'm, I'm saying this a lot, but he's focusing on making sure things are solid at the back before mm-hmm. we can nick a goal or two and win the game. So I'm not sure if he will go out to fully attack or put out, you know, press high up in, on the pitch, play with a high defensive line. I can't see that happening. I think we're still going to approach the game with the same way as we did against Bahrain. Try and um, not absorb pressure, but make sure we don't get exposed as much before going and getting a goal. And I can see us getting a lot more goals in in the Asian Cup if we uh, in in the from sorry. I can see us getting a lot more goals from set pieces uh, in this tournament if we are to go far because uh, I still think that is our uh, best, that, that's our biggest threat. Santa Cruz, I mean, on a personal term, um, how would you like us to approach uh, Qatar? Yes, you know, I am. I agree with the guys. I think that uh, Carlos doesn't uh, change many things. It doesn't like that. It's that's the experience of the coach. Um, I think we are, we will approach uh, Qatar almost almost the same way we approached uh, Bahrain. And the problem is, uh, if you look at our games. We score 
two goals from two chances. <laughs> and we, we even uh, for before World Cup against Korea, we had really uh, no chance, but we make one. He knows, Carlos Queiroz knows, we can score always. He just need to keep the zero for us, doesn't get a goal, uh, but we can always score. And that that's the problem <laughs> with the Iran team right now. I think uh, Carlos doesn't change too much. If I, if I'm a coach, I just I just put a little bit more attacking players uh, uh, who are, uh, because the keeper, the goalkeeper, and the central defender of the Qatar are not are not. Uh, <laughs> I I think they are very bad. It's not it's not the level of Asian uh, Asian game how they play. I, I will put uh, Sadar Osman and Ali Reza Jahanbash. And uh, but I, I'm afraid that he doesn't do that. Mm. Ali Reza. Uh, as a as a fan, I say attack. But yeah. if I was the coach, I wouldn't uh, <coughs> attack a lot because uh, this is a tournament and you cannot uh, play one match attacking football and one match counter football. So it's, I think uh, Kerosh is. Uh, Quite a disciplined guy, so he will he will, he will uh, play always the same tactic and with the same players. That is what what I told you uh, three days ago. He has he has a squad. And, uh, for his squad is in his mind is 14 people, 40 players, and that's what he wants to use. He's not a guy that uh, that changes a lot. So this uh, for me is is uh, disappointing. So because I like to see the young players also uh, make uh, more minutes because uh, his substitutions are, uh, in my opinion, also uh, very late. Uh, for uh, for a winger like Alireza or Sardar uh, as a striker, you cannot play for eight minutes. You can show nothing in eight minutes. So if you are if you are a striker and you and you have eight minutes to prove yourself, you always lose. And if you look at the space that we that we gave away, you don't get chances, you don't get the ball, so you always lose because the train, the coach says I have give you a chance, but you can do nothing in eight minutes. So I think he needs. Uh, if I was the coach, I will change a, a little bit the style. I will play more attackly, and also give. Uh, I will substitute earlier in the 55th minute, 60 minute. I will give uh, Alireza the chance, Sarda the chance, so they can prove, they can come into the match, they can, they can do something. Mohan? Yeah, I would agree with uh, most of the panelists' points. I would like to add also, just to sort of summarise, I wouldn't read too much against the shock result the UAE caused against Qatar. Qatar can still cause us, uh, can cause Team Melli lots of lots of problems for team preparation games and the confidence still I guess high in terms of winning the golf cup um, as Andranik even mentioned in the press conference today it's their final chance they've got nothing to lose to be honest with you I think they, they would um, try go for all out attack and maybe if we keep that sort of restricted counter attacking approach maybe we can cause um, Qatar lots of problems in that respect but again we have to be realistic I still think we'll play the defensive game regardless of the opposition and I still will see mostly the same lineup. There's also one point I would like to add to the group. What would you make, in particular, of the new foreign additions to the Qatari setup? Not much is known about them. The two Congolese-born strikers, there's a new Algerian um, nationalised player for the Qatari uh, national team. Do you think, because they're such an unknown quantity in that respect, they could cause the same problems like we saw in the World Cup qualifiers that the old Latin American guard of Sebastian Soria and Fabio Cesar used to cause team men? Saiko Ashwin, do you want to answer that? Yes, uh, that that's right. That's right. Uh, you know, we 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 we, we have. Uh, you know, you know. Uh, the much more important thing is uh, at this moment. Uh, uh, we, we we always say uh, everybody's maybe agree. We need a, a new blood. We need a new uh, young player. But don't don't forget, we have to go to the second round. And what's uh, Carlos Kirish thinking now, right now? And uh, and uh, about the player in Qatar, uh, we know that they, they have a different. Uh, I think even in the central defense, uh, plays a Trezor. I think is Nigerian or from Ghana. Uh, and but but uh, we have to prepare. 
I I agree. We have to prepare because 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 they 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 have to win the game. That's that's the good point for us for Iran. Qatar has to win the game, and we have to concentrate. That's a very important thing. Sina. Yeah, I think um, as Mohan said, they've got they've got a couple of uh, new players. They've got Ganayan as well. Uh, Montari, his name is. Um, yeah, I mean they play in the uh, Qatari Stars League, so I'm sure uh, the team Ali staff can uh, find uh, loads of uh, videos and games of them to analyze them. So in that sense, I'm not sure if it will be that much of an unknown quantity, but I can understand where he's coming from. Um, so I think I think the team would be very very well prepared. Uh, Kerush is is an experienced manager. I don't think he would uh, he would let details such as uh, individual players analyzing them you know go amiss. I'm sure he's done his homework on each player. Exactly, and I, I think they Kerush doesn't want to put extra pressure on the players. You know, mm -hmm. the good coach has to take care that his team is prepared, not just physically, not just tactic, also mental is prepared to play. Sometimes you don't have to t say anything to your players. Just close your eyes, open your heart and play 90 minutes football. And I, I think the Carlos Cruz will uh, of course do that. I, I'm sure about that. He does a fantastic job when it comes to man management. Ali Reza? I think the Qataris are really scared against us because this is uh, their last chance. Uh, this Iran, so uh, they want to win from Iran, but uh, we are a dangerous opponent, you know, our players are the stars in the Stars League of Qatar. So they have, they have much, a lot of much pressure than we do. So that's why uh, I'm, I'm, not, uh, I'm not worried. I think uh, a 1-0 one, a one win, it's, uh, it's perfect for us. We don't have to score a lot because if we want to score a lot, then we, it could be a, a two-way match. We don't want to do it. It's one one zero is enough, and then we will against the Emirates. We will play one on one for the top top spot on the table. But I think the Qataris are very uh, very nervous because uh, we are we are leading in, in Asia, and we have the best players and the uh, their stars and the uh, and their leagues. They play with uh, with Iran, so I think they are nervous. That's what I think. Guys, I really so think. Guys, yeah, yeah. I, just, uh, I just wanted to add one last point as well to something that Ali was a, a point that he made a few minutes ago in regards to the late substitutions and the uh, the amount of players that we use in the game, which is thirteen or fourteen. I think if if you're a fan and you believe that you can go and win a competition of five games in the space of three weeks, using players wouldn't get you anywhere near that title. That's my personal opinion. I agree with Ali Reza. I think in regards to substitutions, they have to be made a lot earlier. And if we, if they really believe that they can win the trophy, then they, ha they have to make changes in the starting 11, whether it's the game against Qatar or UAE or a game in semi-final. We can't go and play with the same 11 for five games, especially with the fitness levels that we know of, of these players. They won't be able to cope with it. Also, a, a point that uh, the players made uh, after they came back from the World Cup was that in the game against Bosnia, they were suffering from... And that was because of the way we were playing, playing a defensive game, chasing the game uh, for 120 minutes in, two, in the last two games. Uh, the concentration levels have to be really high. And they were mentally tired uh, against Bosnia, and they just couldn't, they just couldn't carry on after you know a certain period against Bosnia. So I think that could be really crucial if we want to go far in this competition. We have to make changes in the starting eleven. Whether he will make this uh, something that we have to wait and see. Anything you guys would like to add to what Sino said? Yes, I'd like to add uh, because it's not only the the first uh, four team, but also with like now. Uh, uh, Tamoyan is, uh, is injured. Ibrahimi doesn't play, so and he's also nervous now for the match. But if you let him play, and you have a good squad rotation, and everybody knows the position and the team, they are they are more likely to play. They have more confidence. It's all it's also mentally. But I think Mr. Hashemi is a coach, and he knows more about it. I, I think I think what what important is and what I like in Carlos Kiros, I, I I I've been in uh, Austria uh, before World Cup to uh, by the uh, football camp in Austria. I saw the 
team. I saw how they train. I saw how they talk to each other. I, I saw them in the hotel. The very good quality of Carlos Queiroz is he, he has made a team of Iran. And I, you see that also uh, uh, in, in this tournament. And I think it's much important than uh, one, two, three, four, till 11 players. He made a good team and they fight for each centimeter for each other. And I think it's the, uh, one of the qualities which Iran has at this moment. I, I just wanted to add this one. Yes, I agree, Mr. Hashemi, but I also spoke uh, with, with players that uh, they are not now on the team, but they were at the World Cup. And they didn't play. So, but I, I told them how was the World Cup. Uh, they said yeah, it was nice, a good experience. Uh, everything was professional. They, it, it, it was good to be with the team. But the problem was uh, that they knew that they are not going to play. Even even when they they, they especially uh, told me this. One player told me this. Even if I play very good at the training, I knew I wasn't going to play because. And, and that, that's right, Ali Reza, because, because the, uh, the, to be a trainer, you have to make choices. If you make a choices, uh, 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 almost 90% of the trainers, they know the, the first eight or nine players uh, for, their, uh, for his start line. I know, I, as a coach, yes. eight or nine players will play always. The next two or three players, a little bit uh, thinking about that, but uh, as a coach, you don't want to give some players uh, the false uh, hope, you know. And if, if, if I use you uh, uh, in two friendly matches in Austria, which I have been, uh, in two different uh, friendly matches, you use the player you don't want to use in World Cup. Why you have to do that? You understand me? Yeah, I understand. I totally understand. But my meaning is, Mr. Hashemi, like uh, I, uh, I compare it again with the Dutch national team at the World Cup. Uh, you saw that uh, uh, Louis van Gaal, uh, he was not, uh, it was not his plan to let Memphis Depay and Congolo play. But yes. at the trainings, but at the trainings, they were such in a good, uh, in a good form. So he let young guys, 18 and 19 years old, he let them play in the World Cup. So that's what I think. We have to. I think the coach of Iran. It doesn't matter who it is. They have to. Uh, they have to. Uh, to be more solid. The more. If, okay. If one young guy plays good, he needs to play. I'm. 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 hundred percent agree with you. But you have to think at the moments. You know, in World Cup, I'm. I'm hundred percent sure why. For example, Ali Reza Jambas plays just six milliseconds Argentina. Yeah. Because uh, Carlos Kuroch is a trainer, he has uh, references, he doesn't want to lose the game with 3, 4, 5 goals. 1-0 against Argentina is almost a, a win for him. But uh, in this tournament, it's not about to give the chances, it's about the results. And I'm sure the, the contract of Carlos Kuroch, they mentioned... You have to win the championship in Asia, but after Asian game, you have to do some revolution. And he has enough time for the World Cup to to use the younger player, to use the other player. But I I I'm almost sure that during these tournaments, the result is the priority, and the trainer doesn't want to change a lot. That that's what I. Think. <coughs> Thank you guys for all your input, and then this is the last question that I uh, have for you guys, which is going to be the predictions. What are your predictions? And Bob Bagori goes with the pessimistic thing that he always goes with, and he believes that we're going to draw 1-1, which is a quite big possibility. Um, what are your uh, predictions, Ayreza? Uh At the Bahrain match, I said 2-0, uh, and now I say 1-0 for Iran. And I hope that it's not on a set piece. It's not a free <laughs> kick or a corner. Yeah. A free flow game. All right, Cena. Yeah, Bobak is a pessimist because he's a Blackburn fan. He's, he's used to uh, <laughs> better things and uh, yeah. really... Uh, he talks sense. That's all that matters. Yeah, of course. I'm only messing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with Ali Reza. I, I would like us to score two goals, but I can't see it happening. But I still think a clean sheet is is the most crucial thing if mm -hmm. you know we want to win any game in this tournament. 
and um, yeah, I'm going to go for a one nil win as well. Mm. Mahan, um, I will agree. Uh, also, I, I actually think one nil would be a realistic result and also very achievable. I believe also in terms of our togetherness and our spirit and our determination also could go a long way in this tournament. So I definitely feel a win against Qatar is achievable and I'm going to go for a Reza Guchanajad poacher type finish. <coughs> like we saw in the World Cup qualifier. Um, Sarah Karashimi? I, I, I agree with everyone. I think uh, it will be difficult, but I think the, uh, the important thing is uh, um, the, the, when we score the goal, Iran. If we goal, we scored early goal. Maybe it's more, but I think it's very difficult. I, I, I will be very happy if we win the game with one zero. Thank you guys for all your inputs, and I um, just want to discuss something really small. Um, Ballback Gold Reese's Twitter handle on page one party's Twitter will be in the bio. And um, Mon, if you could just tell your the viewers what's your Twitter handle? Yep, it's uh, twitter.com forward slash Caspian Football. Sina. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at um, S-I-N-A-A uh, underscore S-A. And then Adirizzo's information is online if you want to contact him through the website. It's a uh, football agent, agency for uh, agents. And then the great Saka Hashimi, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, you can look at the uh, website if you like, mm -hmm. affg.no. Thank you very much. Uh, once again, I really appreciate you guys coming and talk about Team Melly like always. It was always a pleasure to have you guys on. And hopefully, Mahan, you could come on more as a regular. And um, once again, Sarkar Hashimi, Ayres Asina, thank you for making time for this. I know it's very early in the morning for you guys now. And uh, same goes for Mahan. But I, thank, I can't thank you guys enough, and I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Pasha. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you, everyone. Thank Bye. you. Bye.